0: And welcome to the Panel Scanners San Diego Comic Con Review. Uh, I'm Gary. Uh, joining me tonight is Darren. Yes. How are
1: you doing? I am here. Uh, we got virtually nothing to report on, it looks like to me. Not like we have in years past.
0: Oh, I ha- I have to agree. It, it it seems like in years pan in years past, you know, Mickey Mouse pulls up in the limousine, walks up. Whips it out on the table, and we have like a Marvel movie or something Star Wars. And this year, it's like they send an intern with a clip from Marvel's.
1: Yeah, and I think obviously this has to do with the actor strike and the writer strike, which has been going on for months now. So there's probably a lot of stuff that they were unable to announce. So, uh, but there's, you know, we really wanted to do something tonight, and we're going to do it anyway. For those of you who are really into that Borderlands movie, be ready. We have virtually nothing to say about it.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump right in. Uh, Movies. Again, that's usually the big ticket item. Uh, DC decided to fill the void this year. Uh, However, it's a little different than what we expected. Uh, DC announced that the next two animated movies In the small screens are crisis on infinite earths and watchmen two of the most iconic graphic novels released in the 1980s both films are expected to be released sometime next year i have questions didn't they just do this on the cw yes and
1: like there was a live movie not that long ago Right. I find this to be completely unnecessary and I haven't engaged in uh, the DC animated universe for several years up until just a couple of days ago where I ended up finding myself watching Batman the Doom that came to Gotham. It was okay. It wasn't bad. But I, I, the only thing I can think of is what they're going to do. Uh, with these two since they've already shot them live action as they're just going to do the old Ralph Bakshi rotoscoping and they're just going to like overlay that. And that's what we're going to get out of these two movies. That was what uh, return of the King back in the old uh, Lord of the Rings movies. Oh yeah. Return of the King this kind of animated over live action. American pop. Uh, there was a, there was a bunch of those movies he did. It wasn't just the Lord of the Rings. One of the only reasons I still oh, have those on VHS. One of the only reasons I follow uh I have a Twitter account. Not. A, I don't have a Twitter account. Uh, what is it that I have? The picture one. Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Um, is because I follow Ralph Bakshi, and he puts out all sorts of cellular animation. He puts out old cells and stuff like that, and he shows clips from his movies that like I'd forgotten about for years and years, and I, I it makes me all feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum tum oh well speaking of
0: movies that have been forgotten about um lionsgate films announced its upcoming live-action adaptation of borderlands and will arrive on august 9th of 2024. the film was announced back in 2015 and is being directed by eli roth of hospital and angrily spencer's fame um another and this is kind of that's really about it for movies
1: that was of any interest so let's go over to tv well hold on there is one Adventure more time there is one more movie yeah there is yeah look oh. at the rundown yeah uh right. this this actually kind of hit just ahead of san diego comic-con which was the masters of the universe movie that proverbially speaking and ad nauseally ad nauseally spoken of Masters of the Universe movie, which has gone through several iterations at Netflix, is now gone. It's not happening in Netflix. They cancelled it. There was all kinds of people. Pretty much everyone was involved in this movie at some point. Seems like an odd move. They've sunk I heard something like between 30 and $80 million into this thing before they even put anything in front of the camera. And now they're just walking away from it. Um, I... Okay. Oh very
0: DC of them.
1: Yeah, right? I mean, at least this but but you know, no, there was nothing on camera here as opposed to like there's a whole movie out there of Batgirl that we're never gonna see. Um <coughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I feel about this. Uh the cartoon they put out a couple years ago is coming back. Uh it's got another season coming. And I kinda felt like they were poised to be the Uh, Home of the Masters of the Universe, Cinematic Universe, whatever they were going to call it. And now they're just sort of like, you know what? Nah. Um, So, I don't know. This feels just about right. I think this movie has been... I I think the earliest rumors of this movie were all the way back in 2006. Um, So, do your math. I am not going to. That's like more than a few years at this point. Let's move on. I'm done. I'm kind of like... You know it's one of my favorite properties. It is to me what Transformers is to you, but it's time for me to walk away from it. All right, fair enough. All right, sorry for stepping on your toes
0: there. My my rundown I've got just my stories numbered. Oh. Okay, so as I was saying, uh, TV Adventure Time, Fiona and Cake, which is a uh, spinoff, I guess, of Adventure Time. Uh, will premiere on Cartoon Network on August 31st. Along with the release date, a first-look trailer for the series was also shown. Speaking
1: of other long-time uh, favorites that have returned... Did you watch Adventure Time? Is that why we're talking about it here? Or is it just something that is like super hugely popular that I have no idea, like me not watching movies or TV somehow this has escaped my sensory matrix i've seen some of it i know the characters
0: but it was not something that i went out of my way to find
1: did you finally go out of your way to find archer
0: yes i did and i'm in season three right now
1: okay we should point out folks that gary is in a bit of a delay um, which is why there's a slight um, delay in his response. But yes, it's about freaking time that you went and watched Archer. You fox eared. I better stop there. Um, yeah, he's laughing at that <laughs> as well. He should.
0: I finally heard that. And it's just
1: in time for the final season, which I just saw a promo for today. On um, like, Really, literally, I watched like five minutes of television a week, and I happened to sit down and watch an Archer promo for the upcoming season. Uh, but yes, you were right. Coming out this. Soon, I think it's like next month. I think they said, uh, Alf alien life form is coming back through Ryan Reynolds, is in charge of this thing, which should uh, it probably excites a few people. That you know, he's uh, if someone's gonna do it, his his brand of sarcasm would seem to fit right alongside that puppet, the most famous non muppet puppet. Um, and it's not like a full series. It's going to be a series of shorts, which I don't know. That kind of feels right to me. Like you don't want to do like a full short. And it seems like it's going to be available only on his maximum effort channel. Um, which I have no idea what that is Sounds or nor where right. it's found or if it even truly exists. Maybe it's only something that you could watch if you're in his soccer stadium or on his Mint Mobile thing. Um, but... You know, because we've been asking for more Alf for never. Here comes more Alf. I I don't know. I used to love Alf when I was a kid. Um, I know Gary. You got into all the Alf uh, fan fiction, and some of that was pretty disturbing. But we should probably just move on.
0: <laughs> you promised me you'd never bring that up again.
1: These jokes aren't hitting, are they? Well, because we're uh, having such a, a delay. No.
0: We're going to deal with it, man. Come on. I got excited when I first saw this story. Peacock has announced that The Continental will premiere on September 22nd. Starring Christopher Walton as a man trying to woo a female neighbor at the apartment building. No, actually, this series serves as a prequel spinoff for the John Wick films. Oh, my God. The three-part series will be released weekly with the final episode scheduled to premiere on October 6th. I bought that
1: hook, line, and sinker. I saw the headline, and I'm like, wow, wow, wow. Oh, I bought that hook, line, and sinker. Well done, Gary. I was hoping it was that or that Jordan Peele sketch from Key & Peele where he goes to the Continental Breakfast, which I – that is my favorite Key & Peele sketch. Oh, that was awesome. I can't explain why. To this day, whenever I'm out of town, I, like, cut a little (laughs) – I cut a little uh, mouth hole out of a banana and I send it to my wife that says baked to perfection. (laughs) I don't know why, but that, that to me, like when I, you sold that very well or I thought, oh my gosh, they're taking the most obscure, one of the most obscure Christopher Walken sketches. And by the way, there's no one else on the planet who could have pulled that off. So this is a John Wick thing.
0: Yeah. John Wick prequel. Well, I'm sure
1: Matt's excited. Because he thinks, you know, John Wick is the greatest thing of all time. Hey, listen, it might be. I've never seen it. I know. People are going to tell me I'm crazy for not ever having seen it. But guess what? I just don't care. Not watching the project. Oh, well, hey, you and me. We're, we're both losers, I guess, in the, in the John Wick category. Speaking of things that have no business coming back we to television. Uh, but come on, this does sound kind of like this one comes out of whatever weird field. I don't know. I've known many of people that played left field that were certainly fairly uh, they were fine. But this one Star Trek the animated series. That's right. The 1970's animated series which was done by Filmation you are hearing this correctly. Oh that one. Yes. The animated series from the 1970's um, is returning with uh, some legacy characters I don't know what that term means that means some characters that have a legacy, which many characters do. But in this particular guard, what we're going to get are some shorts. Um, they're going to be released this year. And we're going to see Riker. That's so great. Like, and, and By the way, go look up Commander Riker, Filmation, Star Trek. He is like, yes, they nailed that. Quark, which is uh, Deep Space Nine. Saru, which is from Star Trek Discovery. Now, I'm not a fan of Star Trek Discovery, Let me tell you what, not a whole lot of people are. I don't dislike it, but I found it to be less in line with the Star Trek that I prefer. So I choose to vote with my time, and I kind of gave up on it right in the middle of season three. For those who like it, hey, it's just not for me. However, the character of Saru, which is played by Doug Jones, which I think a lot of people would be familiar with Doug Jones... Um, not the late Indians closer, uh, Doug Jones oh, yeah. is a yeah, yeah. He's he's widely known for you know the guy to go to for someone you have to put in a, a monster suit.
0: Um, yeah, he played like four characters in a Hellboy movie once. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, his performance in Star Trek Discovery is worth the price of admission. It is one of the most impressive performances I have seen. Uh, he is definitely in alien makeup. He is uh, not, he is, he's a very tall man and a very tall, thin man. Uh, but his performance is is extraordinarily impressive. And it's worth just going on YouTube, like checking out some of Saru's best moments. Uh, it, it, you, you will be kind of mesmerized by him. Me. And Neelix, which I believe is a character from Voyager, which I've never seen. Sadly, I mean, I've never seen Deep Space Nine either. And those if there are people who watch Star Trek and like this podcast and are happy that I bring Star Trek contact to the podcast, they are now never gonna listen to it again because Star Trek Star Trek Deep Space Nine is widely considered the best Trek of all time. Have you seen Strange New Worlds? Um Alright. Uh so nope. this is gonna be in the filmation style, by the way. This is gonna be a straight lift. From the filmation, I'm kind of excited about this. They have announced that Jonathan Frakes, Doug Jones, and Armin Shimmerman are back to voice those characters. Uh, I did read somewhere that Jonathan Jonathan Frakes now has logged more hours as his Star Trek character than anybody else. I don't know know if that's true. But he has been in almost everything. Um, And he was freaking great in season 3 of Picard. Uh, so, this is something to keep your eyes open for. There have been a lot of fan remakes for this using actual audio from the series, but it sounds like uh, Paramount's like, okay, we got to steer into this one. So, look forward to that.
0: All right. Also, in the TV announcements, The Boys has a college themed spin off series at the premiere on September 29th called Gen V. Uh, Leading up to the Comic-Con, Amazon Studios teased a September release window, but on the first day of the convention, they confirmed it. The series will premiere with three episodes, with the first season finale scheduled for November 3rd. So this is sort of a, I don't want to call it minor leagues, but this is basically where all these potential heroes are training.
1: Okay. Have you ever watched The Boys?
0: I, no, I have not. Again, that's when I didn't have a lot of geeky time, right? Uh, and then when I finally did, I opted for Archer.
1: Oh well, there you go. That's that's a good that's a good call. We have to do something with Archer on this show at some well, point.
0: Well, as, uh, as a transition from uh, the boys, which is a comic property, there was a huge comic announcement at the comic con go figure and i think this is
1: probably actually the biggest announcement to come out um, i would say you're probably right of all the things i heard this was the one i i think you and i happened to be in the same room when i saw this come through which is odd was, you know given our our lives and, you know the hectic nature of our lives but we were sitting next to each other when i saw oh, hey get this because yeah i think it was the first night the preview night for comic con and it's it's something that I think we both went, okay, i yeah, you got my attention, and it's Justice League versus Godzilla versus King Kong. Um, we've there certainly we've seen stranger crossovers than this. Uh, I don't know how many of you are excited to see Godzilla ripping through Metropolis or Gotham City, um, and then. Sorry. Yeah, but I'm all for this. I think I'm it's going to be fun. To imagine, Say again.
0: What what this I could I'm trying to imagine what this could possibly be like. Like I don't know if like Godzilla and King Kong are throwing down and they get you the know, Justice League to like come in and referee or something.
1: Well, I'll tell you, they released some artwork and then there's there's going to be two variant covers and it's going to be a tough choice. Now I know which one I'm going to go with, but Jim Lee and Dan Mora from Once in Future did a cover, which I saw, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Dan Mora's on this." He's not doing the interiors, though, unfortunately. Um, a guy, uh, someone named Christian Deuce. What, what is do the you artist. What do you mean choose? Say again. What What do you mean
0: choose? Like which cover you're going to choose? Well, I'm gonna, gonna go with Dan seven Mora. of the Battle Tasters cover.
1: Oh, that's right. You, I'm <laughs> <laughs> getting all those right. Well, there's so far there's two variant covers, which. That feels low, right? I mean, there's going to be at least eight or nine more of these things, and you'll have them all, Gary. Um, so I'll just run over and I'll borrow yours. Um, <laughs> okay. But, I mean, both of the covers look really, really cool. One of them has a giant mech batsuit fighting Godzilla. So, Whoa. that's something to get you excited, I think. And in terms of the comic books properties I, get that one. I mean when we first started this podcast all those years ago we found like we would spend like a two whole episodes going through the comic book uh announcements now i think it's i mean is this the only <laughs> there's two more we have and that's it and we were really searching but this to me one of the things i'm a fan of when we talk about comic books is things That we will only ever see in comics. And this is 100% something you'll only see in comics, right? Like, I, I can't imagine at some point the legalities would ever work out that we'd see this in a live action movie. And why would we? Nor would we need to see it in an animated movie. Come on, this is what comic books are for. To just go absolutely ape crap, see what I did there, with this thing. And just have a blast with it. Um, they said there's a bunch of uh, oh, nice. some details have been released. Like the Justice League, at some point they're gonna have they're gonna get decimated. Not saying they're anyone's gonna get killed, uh, but they're you know there's gonna be a lot of uh, casualties and injuries. So you're gonna see a lot of the Team Titans in this. Um, I'm excited for it. I'll probably it's obviously gonna be a limited series. Um, don't see how much ongoing oh my gosh I don't know how many which by the way I one of the few movies I actually watched through Shin Godzilla came out in 2016 and it was yet another Godzilla origin story and it was a Japanese production I forget is it Teo or I forget what the name of the the production company I don't know um, that actually did the originals Mark would know because uh, he and I went on a Godzilla kick several years ago um and by the way did we not say congratulations to our buddy at the top of this show we're not going to have mark around for a while uh because uh another little another little panel scanner uh running around mark and his his lovely wife welcomed their first child into the world so congratulations from your brothers here at uh the panel scanners buddy we're going to hopefully catch up with you probably in the new year mark will be back But uh, wonderful news, and congratulations on that, buddy. We're looking forward to you. So you're going to miss Godzilla, or DC Justice League versus Godzilla versus King Kong, which I'm going to predict is going to be bigger than the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right there, I said it. Do with that information what you will. Mark, I
0: hope you got all the sleep you ever need already.
1: Mark doesn't sleep. You're not going to have any for a while. Well, that is true. That is true. Congratulations. Way to take that down the negative road, Gary. Thanks. We're all appreciative of it. Hey, we're all in the club now. But I'm curious, club Gary. Uh, well, what do you think? You're not you're right. not a DC guy. You're always more Marvel. Um, did this, this move the antenna for you a little bit, didn't it? Or the needle, I should say. It, it did a little,
0: only because I guess I was a fan back in the day. But not Marvel right. announced that a new Punisher is coming to its comic book universe following the conclusion of the previous comic. <laughs> According to Marvel, the new Punisher's identity is that of Joe Garrison, a former black ops agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And that was pretty much the extent of the announcement.
1: Well, Gary, it moved the needle there for you so much other, that you refused I'm to talk ahead.
0: about it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> There was one other comic announcement that I Andy Samberg of Lonely Island, uh, Saturday Night Live, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and Joe Troman from Fallout Boy are releasing a new comic through Image Comics called Holy Roller. It's about a bowling ball-wielding vigilante who fends off neo-Nazis that have invaded his hometown expected November of 2023.
1: Wait, I think I may have to pick this one up. So could you repeat that, please? I'm not sure I quite grasped it the first time.
0: Sure. It's about a bowling ball-wielding vigilante who fends off neo-Nazis that have invaded his hometown. That sounds awesome. And the fact that it was announced at the Comic Con, I I don't know what that says, but I again
1: I may have to get this. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. That is something I'm sure if I walk past it on the newsstand, which you know that's more of a whatever. We I, I I'm old. Um, I would definitely stop and take a look at it. Holy roller.
0: It, yeah. it feels to me kind of like uh, All-Star Section 8
1: Yes, very good For more on All-Star Section 8 See Gary's retro review from episode The one with All-Star Section 8 Don't know <laughs> I know, when we had Crisis on Infinite Earths I saw that on a rundown And I did a retroactive review on Crisis on Infinite Earths I don't know when it was I think I did it twice actually So I started off I think it might have been my second or third retroactive review and I didn't realize there were actually 12 issues. I only got the first six and I was running up against it, getting it ready for the podcast. Oh. And I ended up going like, so by the way, I only got halfway through this thing. And then like eight years later, I went back and did the whole thing. Um, yeah. I got to keep my Listen eyes on this all one. of them and find it. I have them all. It's all right. Let's move on here to no, everyone's a... favorite topic toys. Um, and I'm going to s- kick things off here. Um, uh, saw the Flash. I'm going to talk about this for a second, Gary. Saw the Flash once again. I have removied myself uh, over the past couple of weeks. I've watched a couple of movies, two of which have been about Batman. The other was Indiana Jones. I spoke. Oh, well, you'll hear my thoughts on Indiana Jones next month. Um, when Mark and I talked about the use of AI CGI in resurrecting deceased performers and that sort of thing. Um and also the de-aging. But anyway, watch the flash. Okay, there it was. The flash. Still the Snyderverse. i I've heard for what? We were on hiatus when they announced the big DC shakeup with um his name escaped me. The guy did Guardians of the Galaxy. Bobo Skibita Bottle, wasn't that it? Gun? Yeah, that's Done. one of the two. Um he uh, he took over the DC, and, I, and by the way, I didn't get a chance to comment on this. Everything I saw from the direction um, was very, very, very much what I've always thought about the DC universe versus the Marvel universe, which is the Marvel universe was about uh, is about people who want to be gods, and the DC universe is about gods who'd rather be people. Um, so and then, and then everything he lined up that was shaking out was starting to fall in line with that take. And I was like, okay, now now we're getting somewhere. Um, and by the way, yeah, we have also now had the casting of Superman. It was an actor named David Sweat and Lois Lane, which is Rachel Brosnahan. Um, you just put out that John Mulaney is cast as Plastic Man. Boy, that's great casting, if that's true. That is what I saw, yes. Uh, so that's starting to shave up, and... Everything I've seen about James Gunn's Superman, which he is confirmed as the director of the Superman movie, uh, is he's, not, he, he's going very traditional Superman. This is Clark Kent at the Daily Planet. This is Lois not knowing he's Superman. This is very classic, straightforward Superman, which I think we've been in this um, era for a very long time, since before Superman Returns. Or everyone's trying to reinvent the wheel in Superman. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But anyway, I'm excited about that. The Flash is where I was going with this. Michael Keaton was great. It was fantastic. Why does this tie into the toys? Simply because McFarlane uh, is putting out Batman figures. It's a boxed set of Batman figures. Seven inch scale. And you're going to get six Batman. Um, And I'm going to see if I can get these in reverse order. Uh, from my least favorite to my favorite. So you get your Ben Affleck. Um, the wild card here is Pattinson, Robert Pattinson. I haven't seen the movie. Sorry. I know people are saying you can't be a Batman fan and not see the Batman. I would like to point out that you can, in fact, do this, and I am. Um, then you get your George Clooney. Um, you get your Val Kilmer Batman. You get your Christian Bale. And the Christian Bale is the Dark Knight set suit. And of course you get Michael Keaton. It's gonna be $119. No, the box it looks it looks really, really nice. There's you have the Bat Signal. Um and I gotta tell you that the one I think that looks the best is the Bad Affleck Batman. Um the one I think that looks not so great is the Michael Keaton one. Uh, but I have the Mezco toys, Michael Keaton Batman, so that one, that's fantastic. Um, okay. I don't know. It's uh, its something I would probably consider. And I got to tell you, for all that you're getting for $119, looks like soft goods capes are coming with these, which I think. I, can't, I always forget, is Mark a soft goods cape guy or is he a plastic cape guy? I'm a soft goods cape guy. I don't like the molded plastic capes. They bother me. If, Mark, that's what you like, you're wrong. Sorry. You just... All right. Yeah, that's where we're going to go with that. Uh, so it looks cool. Uh, I think Mark's probably going to be all over this because he's a fan of the McFarlane toys. Um, yeah, that was a really long way to talk about uh, action figures. I'm not going to go anywhere near purchasing. Gary, I'm sure the Transformers had something come out because that's not a waste of our time.
0: Oh, not at all. And Speaking of uh, toys that Mark's going to be all over, um, there was a veritable cornucopia. Actually, Darren, would you say that there is a plethora of Transformers toys being released? Yes, I would say
1: there is a plethora.
0: Darren, do you know what a plethora
1: is? No, I'll go oh, I do not.
0: Well, then how can you say I have a plethora if you do not know what a plethora is?
1: Uh, I don't know. You are a wonderful man, man. All
0: right, moving on. Okay. So um, Transformers has been doing a lot of collaborations. Uh, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters, uh, um, X-Men. The newest collaboration, Stranger Things, We'll have the Surf Boy Pizza Van, which for those of you who watch Stranger Things, oh, you yeah. know what that is. Um, I have not, so I do not. It's pretty sweet. There's also a Stunticon gift set, Motor Master, Dead End, Wild Rider, Drag Strip, and Breakdown. It's a G1 paint with a little Motor Master twist for the Menace Darkest the Legacy Evolution Power Links Hotshot with Jolt and a Nova Prime. And the big news was the Studio Series 1986 Ratchet and Ultra Magnus. Voyager Class Ratchet is a redeco and retool of Studio Series Ironhide, which makes sense. And the Ultra Magnus represents a first, a brand new Studio Series 1986 Commander Class figure. Buys to carry three deluxe class cars and one course sized vehicle. And there's also some Bavers four pack Stepan thing. I don't know. But there's a lot out there. Those are just the ones that caught my attention.
1: Wow, there's a lot of stuff coming. Uh, and now, any of this thing, any of these look like you're, something you're going to have to grab uh, pre-order. Um. I uh, the
0: Ultra Magnus has me has my Curiosity P and I know I've said this before and I hate it as a cop out but ever since I got that Unicron man there's nothing else I want
1: well I mean that's the top that's the apex right but it is the movie Deco so it
0: kind of goes together
1: hmm I don't know man I, I, I... it depends if I see it out I don't know what what my ultra uh, Unicron would be. To be honest with you, um, whether it's like a Christopher Reeve, I have the Mezco Christopher Reeve. That thing is pretty amazing, but it was so attainable. It was like I think it was less than a hundred bucks. So, um, I, I think I have one thing that may trump
0: my Unicron.
1: Okay, now I'm curious. What
0: is it? And I've mentioned this before in the past, and you know what it is. It's the Transformable Spaceball 1.
1: Oh, which... Now, this does not exist, but it's like, if it were car. to exist, that would be it, right? Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Um, so, moving on to more, and I lost the tab here, but I, I remember most... Of what we were seeing from Hasbro, um, which is sort of nurturing the Kenner line of Star Wars action figures. But they're putting a lot of their own stuff out too. And the reason I'm keeping tabs on this is because I got a little one who's Star Wars crazy. um, As we all were at one point. There is all kinds of stuff that when I look through the Star Wars universe, and I used to consider myself a a Star Wars uh, aficionado and someone who is a very knowledgeable Star Wars fan... I'm looking through all this stuff. I mean, I see a little Funko-like R2-D2 that lights up, and then I don't recognize anything about what I'm looking at here. I see figures really? that are on Kenner-like card backs that I don't know. Uh, I've never seen these things. I see lightsabers that are for characters that I am unfamiliar with. Um, although I do like Ahsoka Tana. No, I know who she is, finally. I got around to watching... The Clone Wars with my son. Uh, So there's a lot of Ahsoka Tano because her TV series is just around the corner. Looks pretty awesome, by the way. But then I scroll down and I get to the Kenner Retro Collection. So Hasbro bought out Kenner many years ago and they have been reissuing the original three and three quarter inch Star Wars action figures. And they're not updating them. They're putting it, most of them are the original molds. They come out and they're. The original figures but what they're also doing is they're filling in the gaps of some of the figures that they probably should have made that never got made like Grand Moff Tarkin from Star Wars the guy is in you know he's he's basically holding Vader's leash in Star Wars he never got a figure he
0: never had a figure
1: no he never had a figure in um, the original Kenner run Mon Mothma the leader of the Rebel Alliance has a large speaking role in Return of the Jedi never got her own figure Um, So, uh, Mon Mothma is coming out in a new wave of figures. One of the other ones is Yak Face. You heard that correctly, Yak Face. Now, he is notably included in this because of the last 17, so the final 17 Kenner Star Wars action figures that were released, um, which I I own a few of those, but one of which you got me for my birthday, my friend. Yak face, Mm -hmm. if you were to find a carded Yak face, several thousand dollars. Um, but if you found him loose, he's something like could be as high as 600 to 700, even a thousand dollars himself. Well, he's now included in the new wave. Which, for those of us who want to get the original Kenner Star Wars action figure run of loose figures, because you have from childhood around 65 to 70 percent of them already this is good news because i don't know if i've got it in me to go out and find and drop 700 to 800 on yak face so to actually have the little spot that's taken up by a repro i think i'm okay with this i mean it fills an empty spot on the shelf I and mean, it looks exactly like the original. What? I know. I know what you're saying. There's an authenticity problem. And yes, I I think I'm almost more akin to leaving that empty spot there than I am filling it with a reproduction. Um, I think it's unlike I think it's unlikely. I mean, it's not like it's they had a Kenner retro Vader with removable helmet. Now, if it was that or Han Solo in the Stormtrooper disguise. Something like that that's significant. But this is a character who you literally you have to watch for him as the camera pans by. He doesn't actually show up. He doesn't do anything. He has no action other than standing in the background.
0: Like the coat check girl at the cantina.
1: Exactly. So this is not a significant character. This isn't something like if you were going to do... Uh, a, a diorama with these characters you're not missing him okay um and in this wave you're also getting your admiral akbar wicket the royal guard the emperor's royal guard one of the cooler ones they ever did and a gamorian guard so no headliners in this wave that's <laughs> for sure and you get your yak face for what it's worth in other star wars news Star Wars Outlaws was previewed. Gary, you heard some of this as we were trying to get the YouTube video to shut down as I was trying to watch it. Uh, It is billed as an open world Star Wars adventure, which is the first, I think, there's not been, to my money, an open world Star Wars game uh, that I've played. Uh, I know... I thought that Jedi Outcast, not Jedi Outcast, whatever the ones that came out recently, um, that was supposed to be Survivor, was supposed to be open world. It really isn't. Good game, but I am very much a fan of the open world games. Uh, very much like I know you're a very big fan of Horizon well, Zero of Dawn, uh, Red Dead Redemption. I really love Red Dead Redemption. I was playing L.A. Noire. I even really like Man Eater. Um, Red Dead Redemption's one, uh, Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, Hogwarts Legacy I really enjoy So I'm a big World of the, a fan of those games Where I can just kind of meander my way around things And figure out what I want to do When I want to do it And I don't have to play by anyone else's rules So it sure feels like this is what we're finally going to get from Star Wars I'm all for it um, You know One of the things they showed is Tatooine Because we gotta keep going to that planet man I, it's just, I don't know. For whatever yeah. reason, we just have to be on that planet. But yeah. I'm, I'm excited for this. Uh, I know Mark, our other Star Wars guy, and I know Matt's the Star Wars guy too. But Mark, not a fan of the open world game, so I am going to be curious to hear what he has to say about this. Uh, I don't know if he ended up. He's a big Harry Potter fan. Don't know if he ended up playing Hogwarts Legacy. I know Phil was. I really liked it. I was not a Harry Potter fan by any stretch of the imagination. I bought it because my daughter is a Harry Potter fan and she ended up not playing it. Well, you know who ended up playing it? My son. So he's liking it too. Anyway, uh, so look forward to Star Wars Outlaws. I couldn't get the release date on that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do really something exciting here for the listening audience. I'm going to see if I can't find it right now as I type things into my keyboard. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws where can I play Star Wars Outlaws what can you do in Star Wars Outlaws it is supposed to come out in 2024 thanks that was really worth our time alrighty
0: alright well there's another video game news that I think uh, our other friend Phil would be excited about you think Marvel's Spider-Man 2 had some new details in a trailer released which Phil will not be excited about insomniac (laughs) games and playstation released a new trailer which gave an in-depth look at venom and touches a bit more on the upcoming game's story along with venom other characters such as craven the hunter harry osborne and mr negative were revealed along with the details that the game takes place roughly nine to ten months after the events of spider-man miles morales Man, this echo is really throwing me off. Sony, as a tie-in to the September, um, sorry, as a tie-in to the Spider-Man 2, Sony unveiled a new limited edition PS5 that is themed after the web slinger. The console and controller are black with a splash of red. Those that purchase the bundle will also receive a digital copy of Spider-Man 2, and pre-order opens up next Friday and July 28.
1: I did not watch the trailer. I played the first one of these. I only made it like 30% of the way through which and it was open world, so I enjoyed it and I really love web swinging around the the uh the New York City. To be quite honest, I thought they did such an amazing job with the web slinging all over the city that I didn't really want to do anything else. Like, they had a side quest where you can go and collect backpacks. There's like 40 or 50 of them. That's all I did. And I was perfectly happy. I had no interest in the story. I didn't care. Like, I was always being told, like, there's something happening downtown. I'm like, well, well good luck with all that. I'll let the police handle this one. I was more than happy to just go and try and find these, track down these backpacks. I mean, like swinging and seeing the Fantastic Four building, the Avengers building you know, going to the Empire State Building and just leaping off the top of it and, you know, picking up speed and then like hitting that web sling just right at the last time and swinging through the city and, like, just above the cars. And I I remember it was such well detailed that Matt, our buddy, our our co-host Matt, he actually lived in New York City for a while and he says, yeah, I went and found my apartment. Um, (laughs) That was pretty cool. And I just... I just was so impressed and so loved the 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 mechanics of that that I felt doing anything other than that was a waste of my time and I like I I eventually did tire of it and like I I'm I still have it and every now and then I'm like yeah, I kind of feel like going and swinging around New York City for a while uh, and I'm sure I'll pick up this one and, and everyone told me the story was great I'm like eh, <laughs> is it better than web slinging No it wasn't
0: Yeah I mean the games are supposed to be fun so. Oh, so great! And if that's the part you enjoy, by all means.
1: Yeah, every now and then I, you know, have to fight somebody. But I I remember, like, I got far enough in the story where there's a Mary Jane level, and you have to play as Mary Jane for a while. I'm like, really? I just I ended up like going backwards, like, nah, she's on her own.
0: (laughs) Oh God, that's like those games where you have a a party of eight, only fight four at a time. So you like ignore four of them, but then later
1: you have to split into two groups. I know. I don't like those games. I, I want. So you have them. I uh, want like Horizon Zero Dawn. Anytime like I had to like escort someone like, you know what, dude, you keep up with me. Okay. That's how we're going to play this. You you don't you can't stay with me. You're on your own. Red Dead Redemption the same way. I've been wandering these planes for a long time now, man. I don't care who you think you are. You get in my way, you're going down. Uh, I just like escort missions. Oh god, they're they're a nightmare. But yet somehow there they still are. In virtually every game I play. Well, as far as uh, the San Diego
0: Comic Con goes. I know there were some other general announcements about some, you know, Walking Dead properties and
1: yeah. an
0: announcement for Invincible season two, um, but like nothing that again, like you said, moved the needle.
1: Right? Was there is there anything here that well, let's be honest? You know, in a few months from now, well, six months from now, we're going to do our "What You're Looking Forward To" episode, right? For 2024, it's one of my favorite things we do every year, and one of the things that I love. About that, is feel, hearing what dumb crap you guys are all looking forward to and realizing, like, oh, my dumb crap is dumber crap than your dumb crap. Because um, I got Matt, like, telling me about and Phil all these books they're going to read, and I'm like, Cobra Kai. <laughs> um, so, is there anything <laughs> here that you think will somehow end up on your what you're looking forward to for 2024?
0: Um, if I do it would probably be a Holy Roller that's like the closest I've come
1: I would have to say that was the bowling balls yeah 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 yes I'm definitely going to keep my eyes on that Uh, the Star Wars Outlaws is something I'm interested in but I don't know if it makes my what you're looking forward to list but then again I don't know of anything that I'm going to have on that list. Like I think I'm really going to have to search for it. I I would have picked the Continental if it was actually with Christopher Walton, <laughs> That would have been not. that would have been top 3 for sure. Oh my gosh, we need to wish this into existence. Um do it, Darren. You have the power. I do have that power. Uh it's I don't know. There's nothing here. And I do think that this is a result of San Diego comic-con struggling from the, the big studios weren't there because of all the, uh, the labor issues that they're having. But at the same time, can and we Disney's agree kind
0: of, uh, on the rails? Too. Say that again. It's said, Disney's kind of having some uh, issues of their own right now.
1: Yeah. They, they, and can we, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't I don't I know they're gonna keep making those live action versions of their animated classics, which I am so far I am so against that. I have not found I find those to be just joyless exercises. Um Indiana Jones looks like it was a bust. And the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I mean, the whatever expression you wanna use, but that thing's that thing's not what it once was. It's 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 I mean, let me tell you who what. DC is about. I mean, if they blow it now, because you got your Marvel Cinematic Universe now. You're talking secondary, tertiary characters, characters that the general public have. You know, they're they're basically going. This is my perspective. They're basically going to see Shang Chi because. Marvel's built up a reputation. No one knows who. I mean, obviously, I knew who Shang Chi was. Yeah, that but, movie was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. That's my favorite Marvel movie. But they're rejecting um Captain Marvel. They're, you know, I don't know. It feels like it feels like that they're finally running out of steam. The Eternals was sort of lukewarm. I, you know, I read the comics, and I know you and I were supposed to do a retro on that at one point. And I got halfway through that movie, and I felt like I was watching the middle chapter of a trilogy, and I was completely lost. I'm like, it was fine, but doesn't it feel like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is finally running out of steam? Yeah, I think they they kind of uh, brought
0: their A game at the beginning, and now they're trying to squeeze every last drop of blood out of it if they can. Yeah, they're gonna. You know, every TV shows and animated series and whatever
1: character that can throw up on, you know, the big screen. I and mean, It's not that they're even bad movies. I just think that the, you know, we're going to the well once too often at this point. There was That's... a high bar. I, I heard and my well, two of my favorites are the two Ant-Man movies. And I heard the third one's not good, though. Um, I haven't heard anything good about it. I've not seen it. But it's interesting now. I'd be interested. What What are we going to get next year? at San Diego Comic-Con, because I tell you what we're probably going to get if these labor issues are wrapped up, I bet you DC's cinematic universe, the James Gunn universe, is going to be a big, big deal, because you would assume that by that point, something for Superman is going to come down. Superman Legacy. Um, We know that that's not the only movie that's coming out. There's a couple of those movies in production, but obviously Superman Legacy... Uh, Oh, that was the one thing I did want to mention. James Gunn did say um, that Superman Legacy is not a kickstart movie. That it's its own movie. Yes, there's going to be other movies that are going to branch off of it. It's going to be the flagship. But it's not a setup to anything else. It's its own thing. Which was, if I had a criticism of the Marvel movies, it did feel like a lot of those were setup movies. Still entertaining, but they were just there to set up what's coming next.
0: Oh, yeah. You had to, like, introduce everybody, so...
1: I was I was it's very impressive how they managed to balance all of that for how long they did and it was it, to this day you look at that and it's like that that when you look back on that that's gonna be probably the greatest movie series of all time and the only reason I don't say it now I don't think enough time has passed like Star Wars came out fifty years ago right um star trek james bond right. these are things that have been around almost longer than some of them longer than we've been alive i don't think we we haven't the the marvel cinematic use is still going so it has to end and you have to let time pass to really sort of understand where it belongs well yeah you
0: have to see how many other properties are going to try to copy it you, know, you identify that oh this is where that came from and this is where that came from and yeah and then you appreciate what it actually did.
1: So we'll see. But you're I'm sort of in agreement with you. I don't know what's here. I I I know I was excited to do something from San Diego Comic Con, and then I I don't know about you. I was really looking for stories.
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh, underwhelmed is probably the word I'm using here.
1: Well, and if that's the case, it's probably try, probably time to put this thing to bed, don't you think? Um, all right. Well, Gary, send us I'll home. Say. Well, uh, uh, thanks for joining
0: us once again. I hope you uh, enjoyed talking with us. If you have any comments, feel free to leave them on our uh, Instagram page, Facebook. And we will see you next month at our regular time. And until then, enjoy your comics.